0: Hey guys, it's Ray here. Welcome to Interrupting Sports, the show devoted to inspiring positive change. This is season one, episode 10. And today, I'm excited to talk to you all about the controversial team names in professional sports. So if it's your first time listening to the show, thank you, welcome aboard. This is Interrupting Sports. Love to have you here. And for those of you who are back again for another episode, thank you, keep on listening, and let's dive into today's topics. So last week, we saw a lot of hype and noise surrounding the cleveland indians the mlb team who has now changed their name to the guardians so the reason there's so much hype here is as anyone knows there's there's a lot of history with various teams um, in professional sports amateur sports and all different types of sports where indigenous peoples Uh, Names, terms, mascots are used as symbols in sports, and it's directly derogatory and a form of discrimination as well as racial slur, which we'll talk about later. But the reason there was so much hype around this name change stems from that topic. So for those of you who are unfamiliar, I just want to shed, shed some light on that. So the reason this is happening now, obviously, this is a long time coming there's been tons and tons of controversy with a bunch of names, and we'll dive into a little bit more of them later on, but the Cleveland Indians were definitely up there. And essentially what has come about is the organization has realized that it's time for them to respect people of color and the indigenous population. And as they quoted on their Twitter, and now it's time to unite as one family, one community, to build the next era for this team in the city, It is our hope and belief this change will divert us from a divisive path and instead steer us towards a future where our fans, city, and region are all united as Cleveland guardians. So the attempt there is really to take that step in the right direction to righting those wrongs against the Indigenous peoples. And the goal really is to respect people of color and those of the BIPOC community um, through this specifically targeting the indigenous population so recognizing that you know what this this is wrong it's time for this cultural shift um, for us to take part of it because we're not just on the sidelines here we're directly um, a part of this movement and it's time for us to make some actual change so that is a great stance from that team um, because you know there they really one comment that they said that, I absolutely admire is they said, when they announced the name change, um, they said, you see, there's always been a Cleveland. That's the best part of our name. And what I like about that is they're highlighting the fact that, you know what? Yeah, we're called the Cleveland Indians, but we're not the Indians. It's not the mascot that makes us who we are. It's where we are. It's the people that make up the region um, and the city, and that's the city of Cleveland. And it's great because... You know, we'll dive into why this is a problem in the first place using um, using indigenous symbols um, as well as mascots and names um, within sports, but when you're talking about a team, you have to remember, and I talk about this a lot, it's the fact that people make up sports. It's the representation of people, right? We're coming together to perform, but this is all made up of the people on and off the field and... It's entertainment as well for uh, the fans and the rest of the city. And all of that encompasses relationships and who we are and what we stand for. And knowing that that is representative of where we are um, is very, very important and something I definitely wanted to highlight. So the Cleveland Indians, now the Cleveland Guardians, that was the most recent um recent name change so in professional sports we saw that last week on all the headlines now i want to go a little further back because now i want to talk about a team that you know they started promoting this change but there's been a little bit of of a halt here and, and that's something that i'm I'm questioning so i wanted to bring this up so about just over a year ago in in july 2020 um the washington redskins they're, the, they're an nfl team they They really started this in the last, and I guess in the pandemic area, this this name change and uh, being a part of the cultural shift, because they announced that they would be seeking a name change as well. That was in July 2020. Let me just say, there's obviously the pressure from the public, the fans, um, but also from their sponsors, namely Nike, pressuring. The Washington Redskins to to change their name and so with all that um, that pressure and that noise the organization took that step to acknowledge that that will happen um, but since then they haven't actually made much change they've now do not go by the Redskins instead they're just the Washington football team and that's as it stands today July 2021 um, and heading into the, the next season in September so no name change yet. They've thrown out some names to the fans to try and get their thoughts and right now um, a bunch of a bunch of names and mascots are, are going around the table. They did say that these are not necessarily the list that they would choose from, but it's some contenders and one of the the raising contenders um, in that uh, in that sort of list were the Red Warriors. So we'll see what's to come of that. But the point is that it's been a year and there's still no name change. Their sort of argument is that they, they, they need some some regrouping and some more time with their their change in branding and strategy. Um, so that'll be interesting. But they are keeping the red um, in terms of their coloring. It's more of what is that mascot going to be. So we'll see what's to come of that. My questions here is that like, this is great. Like obviously we love um, the step in the right direction towards the name change. And I'm glad at least in the meantime, they're not going by the Redskins, but I, I have an issue with the fact of how long this is taking because one, knowing that you are going to have to make this change because this is not a new topic. You should already have this sort of branding strategy and this shift in place. You should know what's what's to come. That's my issue because there's no way that in these years, this year and a half, whatever we're at with this pandemic, that have posed so much pressure, noise, and outreach and awakeness about culture, identity, diversity, and inclusion, equity, all of that in this world that has come light in this pandemic. You have seen the quickest of the quickest pivots from organizations, and yet such slow implementation on the Washington football team's um, side. So I'm definitely disappointed on there because when it's something that's bigger than you, and I truly believe that these um, these this cultural shift is bigger than the success of a team and their branding that you are quick to implement strategy and it's sort of an all hands on deck um situation where you're trying to get this down and get it done right the right way cleveland did a great job with this um not only did they do a great job with the the quick name change but also like they chose a good name like cleveland guardians like that's that's a solid name so that's you know you're gonna have to have the fans transition over to this new this new name so cleveland did it right washington is in the right direction it's really just how long are they going to stay on pause for right like are we talking two or three seasons where they remain the washington football team because that's not okay you're already at one season so we should be some seeing some concrete change in the coming months or maybe for the following season um given that i doubt i don't i don't really know procedure here but i doubt they would change a name in the middle of a season um, maybe they would announce it for the following season during the season, though. We'll have to see. But my point is, if they're sitting on this, you want to be put on blast for being slow. Because there's no way that society will will be quiet about this if you're just trying to sit pretty and not implement proper change. So the next team we're going to talk about actually is, is very personal to me because i was a a chicago blackhawks fan chicago blackhawks are a nhl team um they used to be very very good they were like back-to-back stanley cup champions um just a great roster on that team at that time um and i was a big blackhawks fan i had um i still have like the blackhawks toque um shirt Um, and yeah, it was a, it was a big part of, of me growing up playing hockey. Like I absolutely love the Leafs. Um, but Chicago was my team. Um, so I really loved that. And, you know, as a kid, I, 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 didn't, I oversaw it. I, this is the truth. I said it without thinking twice. Um, and sort of, I dismissed it and just went, yeah, that's my team. Didn't, didn't give it another thought. And as I, as I got older and I recognized Teams like the Cleveland Indians at the time, the Washington Redskins at the time, and still the Chicago Blackhawks. So I mentioned already two teams who have at least taken the step at um, being a part of this culture shift. Chicago Blackhawks have made an attempt that's honestly a slap in the face. Um, They announced after uh, the Washington Redskins announced they would be changing their name that they would not be. Um, instead, they said, well, we're, we're not going to do this, but we are going to ban indigenous, the indigenous headdress uh, to be worn at our home games because it's a sacred symbol. Well, I'm sorry. Of course you're going to ban it. There, was no, there should be no need to ban it. There should be no need to ban it because there should be no one even coming anywhere close to that stadium wearing an indigenous headdress. It's ridiculous to me that that, that even needs to be said. So that's the first part. And the second part is this half-ass solution. They say, you know what, we're not going to give them what we want because this has been our brand identity, like we're not going to change that, we believe it represents us, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But we need to give them something, so we're going to give them this. You're implementing something that hopefully there is no reason that needed to be implemented because no one was coming in like that. But that's a whole other story if um, if that was the case. If you're telling me you have a problem because your fans are coming in and misrepresenting the indigenous people. The reason I'm so bothered by this is it's because it's so deep and personal to me. You guys know I had the episode where I talked about in hockey, the ice is white. Um, and I hate this because it's just, you're, you're proving my point. And I do not want my point proven in this circumstance. I want to be surprised because actual change is coming about. And instead, no, we're still, we're still sticking with the Chicago Blackhawks. And I'm someone who's a, a Blackhawks fan. And I see the problem. I recognize, hey, you know what? This is not okay. We can't be condoning this. And we're seeing precedents being made in other avenues with other teams and other sports, and we're still not going to change it. Which just gets me thinking, like, what is it going to take? What is it going to take? Because clearly, um, nothing is good enough. So one thing I wanted to talk about is, what is their justification? Why do they feel that this is enough? Well, the Chicago Blackhawks, they believe that instead of of acting as a form of defamation to the indigenous peoples, they actually believe the Chicago Blackhawks name honors Native Americans. And so that's why they're not changing it, because they said, why would we change something that's honoring a people? Um, and they think that that's, that's offering some sort of, celebration of native american culture and traditions and contributions to north america i'm sorry you are not able to say that you are respecting people who you are not part of i don't understand how that happens because how is a sports team able to say you know we can do this because it's out of respect but if it's not in a sports environment if it's and a workplace and say it's a workplace or any scenario there would be so much controversy everyone would be saying you can't say that or um, th- that's just wrong and I'm not saying that there's no way that we can craft a name that would actually be representative of the nat- Native American culture and be able to honor the indigenous people I'm saying that is not your place That is not your place. To honor the indigenous population, we right the wrongs that have been so far done by. That is what needs to be done. And in order to do that, it starts with a name change. And it starts with acknowledging the fact that you're a wrong. It's not rebranding. You don't simply change the meaning of the symbol because that is what's more convenient to address your fans and to make sure you're in the clear. That is not what you do. if, If you are a team that is representative of the indigenous population, that is different. That is their culture. But you are misrepresenting a culture because you are not a part of that culture. It is not your place to do that. And to honor them instead is to give them a platform to do that rather than putting them on the outskirts and showing a faux picture of who they are and what they represent so where do we go from here we have three teams i talked about we have the cleveland indians who did it right changing their name to the cleveland guardians we have the washington redskins who have made an effort to at least remove the redskins from their their team name now called the washington football team and they're making efforts to implement a new name And then we have the Chicago Blackhawks who instead does nothing. And so when it comes to where do we go from here, for me, it's using your voice as fans, as people who question how we operate in in the sporting environment and what we represent. And it's calling them out for not doing their part. I talked about the cultural shift that has happened throughout this pandemic and teams like Cleveland and Washington choosing to be part of it. In my, in my view, Chicago, the Chicago Black Ops are choosing to, to stay on the li- sidelines and do enough so that people stop talking about it. But they're going to look right back to you at the end of the day because for this real change to happen, everybody has to acknowledge the fact that they are wrong. I acknowledge myself that I I was wrong. I've previously looked over the names. And I just, yeah, I was like, that's the name Cleveland Indians, Chicago Blackhawks, Washington Redskins. And then through education and understanding why this is, is wrong, I learned how misrepresentative it is and how disrespectful and unneeded these mascots and these teams have and that that's why this needs to change. So I'm calling out the Chicago Blackhawks here because though you me, mean well to honor the indigenous population, more needs to be done. The controversy here is that this is not enough. The name change alone is a step in the right direction, but we're not even getting the name change from Chicago's front. So the first step is is this, this name change. And then going from here, it's the efforts to truly, truly show appreciation for the indigenous people. And acknowledge our wrongs and and how we've treated them. And not just apologize, but make that change to instead begin to right the wrongs. So... The reason that we need to talk about this is because people don't see why there's controversy. The controversy is that it's still a racial slur. I think it's important for us to define what racial slurs are. So, listen closely here. Racial slurs are their words, their phrases, and why they're important is because they are directly referring to members of of racial ethnic groups but in a derogatory manner they're forms of racial defamation they dehumanize these targeted groups and above all they justify racial oppression because it suggests that targeted populations in this case the indigenous people are unworthy of equality. I will say that again. Using these racial slurs through uh, team names, mascots, etc. They justify racial oppression because they suggest that the targeted populations, in this case the indigenous people, are unworthy of equality. So if you would like to find out more about racial slurs, this definition was, was found on Encyclopedia and it's, it's from a, a paper in 1995, Clark, so you can definitely reference it in the episode show notes. But I wanted to be clear for you guys to understand why this is a racial slur and the importance of this is the fact that this is in sports. The reason that this, the importance is the fact that this happens in sports is because I mentioned to you guys before, sports are community. They are a form of identity. That's exactly what they symbolize. They show and they symbolize political stance. Remember I talked about in a previous episode how sports and politics are intertwined and they directly show what we stand for and what we represent. Think about what a fan is, right? Like a fan wears a jersey and they're trying to represent the team. So that logo on that jersey and that team name is representative of what we stand for and who we are. And if we are doing that by misrepresenting a a population, that is a racial slur because we're dehumanizing them. And what we're doing is we're targeting them and we're saying that, you know what? Everything that that has been done to the indigenous population in North America, be it, as we know, everything that has come out about the residential schools most recently, among many, many others from communities that don't have enough resources, unclean water, the, the list goes on. But the point is, we're able to justify that treatment and that mistreatment towards them by condoning this behavior, and showing that they're unworthy of equality. So as far as controversial team names in professional sports go, I really want to highlight the fact that in this episode, my key key message is to recognize that normalizing these racial slurs these team names that are misrepresentative of culture and of targeted populations, it doesn't make these any less derogatory. Just because many people brush off the fact that the Chicago Blackhawks are called the Chicago Blackhawks doesn't mean that that's okay. And that's something that we need to recognize. We need to be able to question Things and you know what think about what we're actually saying and how what that represents and how that affects people because only then will we realize the difference between right and wrong and be able to implement the necessary strategies to righting those wrongs all right guys that brings us to the end of today's episode thank you again for taking the time to tune in and welcome new listeners hope to see you back next week Please show some love to your favorite podcast by following us on Instagram at Interrupting Sports. Thanks, guys. See you next week.